You are listening to the To and Out CFL Podcast, a proud member of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. Brazilian Thai will have a major cardiac event. <laughs> I, like how they, I like how everybody's using event. You know what? That sounds exciting. It sounds positive. Like Ty's heart will skip a beat with, you know, happiness or something. Like, is, is that what he's referring to? <laughs> I, I don't think so. Grab some poutine and a double-double. It's time for the Two and Out CFL Podcast. Now they have to kick it out, and they do! Every week, Travis Curra. Does anybody still care about this podcast? And Brazilian Ty. Hunters are people, too. Talk fantasy football bring you the latest in CFL news and sprinkle in a little bit of nonsense. Are you kidding? This is unbelievable! Ready, set, hook! And we are a part of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. A fun episode of Two and Out today where we do an AMA. Fun? (laughs) I guess, depending on your definition of fun. Yeah. I also have a bone to pick with you, but we'll get to that later. Me? Yeah. Well, well let's may- start it off. Let's get it off our chest. How dare you go behind my back? I didn't go behind your back. It came unsolicited. Oh, that is such I'm actually, well, not necessarily unsolicited because it was well, mentioned on the show. Yeah. But I so never... I, 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 text, I texted my mother. Yeah. And she did not send me out of the house looking like that. That picture was from when I was kidnapped by my biological father for three months, and that's how he sent me to my first day of kindergarten. That's that's rock star tie. There is no way my mom would let me leave the house like that. But then my grade two picture, I'm wearing the same sweater, so <laughs> I didn't grow at all. <laughs> this is the first time. Well, like. That you mentioned your biological dad without some sort of weird did you joke not, behind <laughs> Did you not catch what I said beforehand? I guess I did. <laughs> that I, that he, I was legally kidnapped? Well, this... Ex- Ty, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to do like an AMA with a certified professional to really... <laughs> Hey, if I go to therapy, the therapist will need therapy after he's done with me. But Ty, there are like 12 listeners of this show. It is, it's a safe space. We're all gathered in a room right now. We're all in a circle. That's what grandpa said too. It was a safe space when he took me to an AA meeting when I was 12 years old. (laughs) This is the darkest episode Okay, no, this is the funniest thing ever. I'm sure I've told this story before. I don't know if I have or not, but... Uh, it came up at Grandpa's funeral. Uh, it would have been, what, 20, 2006 Oh, or now we're talking funerals. All right, all right. Uh, and so I was like 10 or 11, and Grandpa went to Greg Lake for the weekend. He took me with him. I don't know what my mom was doing, but it was like an AA retreat thing. And <laughs> so I went. I, I went. I don't know. No difference to me. I just sat there, right, and I was pissing around. You weren't on, missing like, anything, yeah. I was digging holes in the picnic table and scratching it and stuff, but I'm sitting kind of right up by the front. Because it's like in a gazebo thing, or like an outdoor tent. Not cause, not a gazebo, but like, you know, those picnic shelters. And uh, the guy's like, yeah, you know, a pretty good first night for everybody here. Like the guy was leading it, blah, blah, blah. You know, nobody's doing this. Nobody's lighting picnic tables on fire. And I raised my hand. I'm like, actually, my grandpa did last night. 
He spilt a bottle, of, a two-liter bottle of Coca-Cola <laughs> on the, or what I thought was Coca-Cola, on the picnic table. It was flammable. And uh, we had a, like a citronella candle going, and that tipped over, and it lit the Coca-Cola on fire. And I was like, oh, I didn't know Coke was flammable. <laughs> uh, after a couple of years, you know, I came to realize, huh, Grandpa was drinking at AA. <laughs> So yeah, he called me over and gave me five bucks to go play mini golf until they were done. <laughs> and then we went fishing. I I mean, <laughs> that sounds like it could be the greatest weekend of your life. I it probably was. In the huddle with Karan Todd on the Two and Out podcast. All right, it. <laughs> You know, every fan of the Canadian Football League has really taken it in the junk this year. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think that Edmonton fans maybe have it worse <laughs> than anyone else. They've, they've lost uh, <laughs> uh, the nickname the, that their team has had for 70 years. Um, and, and now maybe the guy that embodied Edmonton football the most has been permanently laid off by the team. Uh, Dwayne Mandrusiak, the equipment manager for the Edmonton Football Club, uh, he's been with the organization for 49 years. He's been a part of 11 Grey Cup championships. Now, here's the thing. Um, the labor laws say that, you know, after the 180 days, you bring them back or it becomes a permanent layoff, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I get it. Um, his role is equipment manager. And I, I know he knows Commonwealth Stadium and that football organization more than anyone. Um, so his role is bigger than equipment manager. I realize that. Um, but with no football going on, there is there, there was no reason to still have him on the payroll. That being mm -hmm. said, Ty, the way that it was handled is just terrible. Uh, the Edmonton front office, they just did not read the room. They, they just seem really out of touch here. And, and from this regime, it comes as no surprise. And that's sad. Isn't it? I mean, there's nothing to say, and I haven't seen anything that say when, you know, CFL comes back at some point that there would be his job waiting for him. I, I don't know if that's the case or not. Uh, but just the way it was handled and the way it looks, it, it's not surprising to me one bit since, you know, Ed Hervey left. It, it, just, it, it Just the way they handled it just did not shock me at all. At all. And, you know, Dustin Nielsen on TSN Radio in Edmonton, he, puts, he put a, a thank you picture together on Photoshop during a commercial break. He's like, it's this easy. And they couldn't even yeah. do it. I know, and that is a yeah, bizarre it's a joke. Um, like I get letting him go. I, I I totally understand it, and I'm not yeah. pissed off about that part. It's the way they handled it. Yeah, uh, George Hopkins has been the equipment guy with the Stampeders since 1972, a year after um, Dwayne Mandrusiak. I am willing to bet that the Stampeders would not have handled it the way that Edmonton did. No. And I know that, 
It's big among Ryder fans. It's big among Edmonton fans. They they like to talk about the arrogance of a John Huffnagel or an arrogance of a Bo Levi Mitchell or a lot within that mm-hmm. Calgary Stampede organization. That that's but, that's when it comes to football. This is different. That organization would not handle something I, I don't like believe this. They would. Like that, yeah. I, I don't think they would either. And I know that the team is in kind of a, a tough place. I've seen it in my industry where mm-hmm. maybe an employer already knows who they're going to hire for a vacant position, but they have to put the posting out there just yeah. to have it open saying that applications were open, we gave it due process. Mm-hmm. So Edmonton, even if they do plan on bringing him back next year, they I don't think they can legally say that. Um, but still, like you said, a quick Photoshop of a thank you for the past half a century with mm-hmm. the organization was so easy to do, and it just seemed I, really spineless. I probably could have figured it out on Microsoft Paint. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I, I can see why Edmonton fans are upset, and I know it sounds crazy that uh, the, the, the fan base is this upset about just an equipment manager, and I do say that with air quotes, but this guy embodied that football club and was the most important person in that stadium for many, many years. And it seemed every new player that came in was introduced to him first. Um, he kept, he, he ran a tight ship there and was a part of that excellent program there. And Edmonton fans, they're a smart group. They, they know the personnel, they know the behind the scenes staff in that building and what makes everything go around with that or with that organization. So (laughs) they need to make a move that looks positive because they need eventually need to sell tickets again. And I'm sure with this this regime's track record, they'll have no problem doing that. (laughs) (laughs) We'll leave it at that. (laughs) I'll go to a cool story that came uh, about a week ago. Um, Football Canada reached a licensing agreement with Doug Flutie's Maximum Football. And actually, a few years ago on the show, uh, we had uh, a fellow from Canuck Play on this podcast talking about a Canadian football game that was going to be made. Uh, David Winter is his name, the the founder at Canuck Play. Um. And basically, they just wanted to have a video game for Canadian football fans. They had some conversations with the CFL behind the scenes, and the league decided they wanted to go a different way. And they ended up coming up with an arcade-style game geared towards kids uh, that came out on mobile platforms. Um, But since then... Canuck Play has sort of grown their football game over the past few years. There's some upgrades every year. It's it's not as expensive as a Madden, uh, but now they have this agreement with Football Canada. But something just seems wrong when a kid that plays football in Canada can buy, you know, a more affordable game than a Madden 
and play as themselves. But fans of the CFL can't buy a game and, you know, play as their favorite Rough Rider or something like mm-hmm. that. And I know there's a lot that goes into this. I I am not naive enough to think that the CFL could have a Madden quality game because the, I think people would be really surprised about the budget for a game like that. <laughs> that being said, that being said, the budget that Madden has and what they've produced the last six years right. is a complete and utter ripoff. Right. I, I know what you're saying. EA among gamers has an iffy uh, reputation when it comes to basically all of don't get me started on NHL 20. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's cool to see Football Canada in on this, mm-hmm. but when's this going to happen with the CFL? I And uh, I know that they have the arcade game, but I remember being 10 or 12 years old, and we were already arguing about graphics and you know the mm-hmm. nintendo's better than the sony and all that i really don't think kids have changed on that front and they, they want no. a, a realistic product as they possibly can have i think 100 percent. i think it'd be a, it's going to be a hard sell if it doesn't look like madden yeah it's it set the bar that's There's be the no... biggest thing that holds it back yeah i i honestly just, so just think it would take the developers at EA, you know, 20 minutes to come up with CFL rules. <laughs> All they've done for the last six years in copy and paste, it's a $60 roster update. <laughs> um, maybe the conversations have been had with EA, but I do know that the, the budget mm-hmm. for a game like that is massive. It was the biggest yep. selling game on the planet in August. Mm-hmm. It, it's incredible the amount of sales that they have to make to cover that budget. That will not happen with a standalone CFL game. It no. just won't. It just no. won't. I, I think the best solution would it would have it to be sort of as a side thing um, in Madden, but I do know that the NFL is very stubborn with their product, their licensing, their exclusivity, stuff like that. It, it's tough to get into but i think that that has to be the way to go here or get on board with doug flutie's maximum football they're they're improving every year and i mean if they got flutie on the cover they got something positive going and it is a canadian company and there's other game options in there too where you know they have a dynasty mode for ncaa exactly. stuff which which people like myself haven't had since 2014 yeah uh you know so not only you know it can sell more than just the cfl and you know call it because a lot of canadians go to college down the states to play as well um you know looking at a guy who could possibly win the heisman this year in in chubba hubbard and so like you know a kid a kid that's grown up in short park can play as chubba hubbard which which you know is really cool and like you said you know they can with the with the uh football canada licensing agreement you can play like they're having like a a World Cup kind of thing in there too, uh, tournament mode and stuff like that. Like, but there's just that it's not Madden, and that's going to be the hump that they're going to have to get over with a lot of people. Yeah, uh, Canuck plays a Canadian developer. Uh, they've only been at it for a few years. 
their game is going to be released here uh, this week on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. I mean, check it out. The more fans that buy it, I think the a better chance they have on improving the product year after year. And it's not going to be at Madden quality, um, but there's got to be something to be able to play, you know. At, Instead uh, of having to move a team to Toronto. Exactly. To be able to play mode. at Mosaic Stadium or, you know, Tim Hortons Field. Man, I would love mm-hmm. to play at historic stadiums. Ivor win, and, you know, to, to be able to see yep. the colored Taylor Field stands in a video game. <laughs> like, I would yeah. just love it. <laughs> well, what was it in BC, Empire Field? Exactly. Like that yeah. place was loud because they were just banging on those metal bleachers nonstop. Yeah, and the throwback <laughs> stadium for the stamps would still be McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, imagine the Winnipeg beer snake in a video game. Like I'm all in for this. I, I think it would be uh, awesome. I hope it does get uh, figured out before we get to the ask me anything portion of the podcast. This episode of Two and Out is brought to you by Unbelts. Uh, They're an Edmonton-based business that makes the comfiest stretch belts around. And both Ty and I need stretch belts. (laughs) Unbelts also makes cloth masks. And I was just in Banff, actually, this uh, past weekend. Masks are required. I did not. (laughs) Uh, That's a throwback that not a lot of people are going to get. (laughs) <laughs> no, uh, not at all. <laughs> uh, masks are required in Banff, and I actually had mm-hmm. some of these unbelts masks that I was ro- rocking there in the restaurants and the stores and on Banff Ave and things like that. And they've got multiple sizes, and I was rocking the extra large because I got this, you know, foot long beard under it, and it fit mm-hmm. me great. I haven't been able to find any like that. Um, so check out unbelts. Uh, they they got these awesome masks. They they don't go around your ears. They got the straps to go around uh, the back of your head. They got the wire to keep your glasses from fogging up. I had to use that. They got waterproof performance shell on the outside. It was raining, so I had to use that. Like I'm telling you, I got put put this thing through the ringer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, unbelts and is you a probably certified... looked better than normal. Exactly, it was an improvement to my look. <laughs> And that's hard to do. Okay. <laughs> Get off your high horse. Oh, oh, I meant that it takes a lot to improve. Oh, I thought you meant that it took... It, <laughs> no, no, it would, no. That there was nowhere to go but up or nowhere no, to go for no. you in that department. Unbelts is a certified B corporation, which means their business is all about giving back. So all month long for every mask and kid's belt they sell... They'll give a mask to Alberta schools in need. Unbelts.ca to order your masks today. Shipping's always free, and you can enter the code APN for a free mini laundry bag just for Alberta Podcast Network listeners. Got this bag, so you throw it in the wash. doesn't get tangled up with anything. And if you're an Alberta teacher, click Teacher Discount on their homepage for 20% off your entire order. Unbelts.ca. Use the code APN. All right, let's get to another acronym, the AMA portion of the podcast. I have no clue, Ty, if this is going to be enjoyable to listen to, but it has given us some content for the next 25 minutes, half an hour or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we do have some real 
football questions. Which is unfortunate. Stupid N- questions. Not our strong suit. <laughs> Normally, we're about, what, 80% football? This... That's... Yeah. <laughs> that's generous. I actually really... <laughs> I really put some thought into that percentage before the show, and I was like, eh, "Is it sixty? Uh, I think it's about eighty. It, de- it, it depends on like on game weeks. Yeah. It's it's like ninety. Yeah, because it's basically just what didn't I eat or what did I eat that week and how drunk did I get on the weekend? <laughs> but and then now we just it's get into football. 30. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll start with one here from anonymous guy. He says, uh, with the financials in doubt, would you ever welcome the CFL becoming closer associates with the NFL, and what would that look like? All right, I'll start, Ty. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't want the CFL to become four-down football and uh, adopt and basically just be, and I know a lot will call it minor league, but be... The exact same game with just different players, you know? Yeah. Um, but I I do feel like the NFL could fund the entire CFL and they wouldn't even notice. It'd like, yeah, it, be a rounding error. So I, I don't know if there is an opportunity there, you know, for the NFL to... And this is just a stupid idea. Maybe they could have teams that could have, you know, something like five guys that are allowed to play in the CFL, but they can call them up, so to speak, to the Mm -hmm. NFL at any time. Because even in the NFL, they have limitations when it comes to roster sizes, limitations when it comes to practice rosters. So almost like where a CFL team would have nag rights to an NFL player or somebody coming out of NCAA um, could, you know, a, a, an American player play here and that NFL team could bring that player over. And I know there are injury risks and all sorts of things. It's just an idea. Um, some sort of partnership like that, I wouldn't mind. Uh, what do you think? Um, the NFL has, you know, helped out in the past. Yep. Uh, financially, and, you know, if that makes the game healthier, I'd be okay with it, but there would have to be enough... Uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for here, where it would be that they're not coming in to change it. Yeah, right? it's, exactly. It's it's to help us grow the game and and you know I don't think we'll ever compete on the NFL level uh, when it comes to financials and you know Never. viewership and stuff like that that it's not going to happen. It, 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 anybody who thinks that is like, I want what they're smoking. Um, I just can't see the NFL just not. But I, if yeah, this I can't ever see happens, them being a silent partner. Yeah, I just don't. I, see I can't that. see them just not calling it NFL Canada. You know what I mean. Yeah, because they NFL Europe all over again. Exactly. Well, there you go. Thanks for the question. Uh, we got from Joe Balineski, who we reference on this show every week. Uh, he asked about 400 questions, most of which I won't even dignify with a response. Um, that's that's fair. He asks <laughs> if he 
is the only one worried <laughs> that Brazilian Thai will have a major cardiac event. <laughs> I like how they. I like how everybody's using event. You know what? That sounds exciting. It sounds positive. It, like Ty's heart will skip a beat with you know happiness or something. Like, is is that what he's referring to? <laughs> I, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't think it'd be so much an event as it would be an episode. Oh yeah, okay. That's a better. Yeah. <laughs> that's a better word. Well, Ty, are you worried? Am I worried? I fall yeah. asleep just fine at night. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm. Let's. Let's go through I, your I'm, diet I'm, today. Today? Ugh. Yeah. Okay, so Coke. Yeah. A homemade long Coke john with breakfast? maple with maple glaze instead of chocolate from the gas station. Uh, what do you mean homemade? Bar. You can't put homemade and gas station in the same sentence. Well, it's like they make them in the gas station. Like okay. the gas station right. donuts. Um, and then like a, a birthday cake flavored protein bar for lunch. Okay. And then it's prime rib for supper with scalloped potatoes. Probably crush another two Coke with that. And hopefully there's chocolate donuts in the lunchroom. <laughs> and I think if I open my drawer, I do have two monster cookies. Actually, that All I'm going right. to have later too. You're living your best life in BC. I wouldn't say that. He says greatest rider quarterback not named Fajardo. And I'm still going to go little general. I little general or, or oh. yeah, Kent Austin maybe. That, how much does that hurt for you to say? Did you notice how much I struggled? I that's what was happening. Yeah, it was. Great. Like I had to swallow the throw up. <laughs> we got a question from the UK, Christopher Lawton at CFL Fan UK. By the way. Shout out to any CFL fan living in the UK. I know there are diehards here in Canada. But to be a fan in the United Kingdom, you have to put in effort to catch the mm-hmm. games when they're on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, hard enough in Pacific, it's hard enough watching sports in the Pacific time zone. <laughs> uh, he read an article uh, about how the Bombers sort of had a goal to make the Banjo Bowl Obviously an annual event, but have an NCAA feel, mm-hmm. and it seems to have worked. Uh, they've got the Ballard Trophy uh, that goes to the winner of the season series between the Argos and the Ticats. The Wonders fact if that were... Harold Ballard has a trophy named after him is absolutely <laughs> disgusting to me. <laughs> read the history of this thing on the Ticats website. Just Google it. It's pretty Just pretty read about Harold Ballard and tell me why you should have a trophy. <laughs> He wonders if there could be more opportunities like this, more trophies, single game things that could be created for uh, rivalries like the Battle of Alberta and things like that. Yeah, I, I don't see why there couldn't be. I I'd love it, and I think yeah. that rivalries put asses in seats. Look at the Iron Bowl every year, Auburn, Alabama. It's, yeah, you know more oh, about the NCAA stuff. Like, how do they make this happen? It's arguably one of the best. But, I mean, in the NCAA, you only play that team once. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the Jays and the Expos had the Pearson the Pearson Trophy uh, when the Expos were still in Montreal. I, I mean, they still talk about it with 
with the Nationals, but it's just not the same. Um, I, I don't see why it couldn't work. It would just be... I, I don't know how you do it when you play multiple games. It just it doesn't have that same, you know, oomph to it to me. Like when you have the Iron Bowl or, you know, Florida plays Georgia in Jacksonville. Like that's a huge game every year in the SEC. Michigan, Ohio State, they only play once a year. And Michigan blows in that game lately. Um, you know, it, it when you only play once a year and it's a division or a conference matchup, completely different to playing Edmonton and Calgary played each other three times a year. So are you doing it as a series? Is it just the Battle of Alberta game? Is it just the rematch on the Saturday night? What are you doing with it? I, I think now it become now it's it's a little tough to to make it an event uh, when you play them more than once. There is something to be said with how the NCAA uh, does things or individual teams uh, with the atmosphere that they've been mm-hmm. able to create. Uh, at games, and honestly, man, and I know it sounds stupid. I, I think a big thing is the the bands and you know the fight songs that mm-hmm. they have. Uh, it oh, just even adds March Madness. To, the bands go to the basketball yeah. games. Yeah, and and that's the thing here in Canada. Um, you know, you got the Ryder Pep Band or the the drum <laughs> line in both Regina and in Edmonton. But when you look at those American games, these bands take up half of a section or an entire section. Mm-hmm. It's it's and they not do the halftime show. Yeah, it's not four or five guys, you no. know, uh, doing their thing. So why why can't they have like all of the schools in Regina? <laughs> and I, and I know it's kids, and I know they're different skill levels. But if you can get the high school kids. Playing game, playing band at the Ryder games, I guarantee the kids would love it. And I know tickets are more of a premium in Regina mm-hmm. than they are in some of the bigger stadiums like a Vancouver and Edmonton. There's no reason why they can't make that happen in those stadiums as, and just up as long the as scale. they're far away from our seats. <laughs> uh, question from Fonzie Van Dam. Uh, when the CFL returns, is it time for the Riders to retire? Bring them out, Ty. What do you think? I'm gonna un- I'm gonna block him and unfollow. This is actually pretty funny because <laughs> just last week when I was in the mountains and Taylor and I are listening uh, to music and that song came on, mm-hmm. and it just in my head I was like, man, I cannot wait. To be in Mosaic Stadium again when the riders come out to that. It is Yeah, it's it's unreal. And especially the remember when they did the blackout? Yeah. Like it's a moment that I cannot yeah. wait for. This mm-hmm. whole thing is just making me miss it even more. It's fine. I, I don't get why people want to retire it. And I've seen a couple people on Twitter mention it. It's like, yeah, dude, just being the fun just being fun sponges. Well, I, and I get that uh, fans want to freshen things up a bit, but I, I think it's become sort of trademark and synonymous with uh, the team. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think I don't have a problem with them, you know, changing the montage of songs that come after it. Uh, but I I think they should keep that uh, around in Regina. And, and I know like the first verse, so if we change, I got to learn a whole new rap song. <laughs> 
He also asks why relish is such an underrated hot dog condiment. Um, you're gonna I'm have to gonna take s- this one because I don't put anything on my hot dogs. I'm gonna say it's the worst hot dog condiment, so I, I can't answer like, that question. Isn't it just like runny pickles? Yeah, it's like mushed pickles. I think. Although so like I will corn. say, it's like cream corn in pickled in pickle form, so it's disgusting. Man, I gotta put cream corn on a hot dog. That sounds awesome. Cream corn is so disgusting, though. <laughs> he does ask too, and I I love the multiple questions. Just taking advantage of this. Uh, mm-hmm. What what gymnastics moves are we the best at? Is laying down one. Is is the belly flop a gymnastic move? Because I won a belly flop competition at summer camp. It was awesome. And I also won an ice cream eating contest at that same summer camp. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I can do a handstand up against the wall. Nice. <laughs> and I hope I can't. I hope nobody asks for photographic evidence. Make it a gift. <laughs> Unless there are any more incognito uh, photos of Brazilian Thai floating around there that I can throw on the internet. I'm deleting. Uh, I, I am. I'm. I am hacking into my mom's email account. <laughs> a because I set it up so I know how to get into it, and I'm changing her passwords. Okay, here's one uh, tie from Jock Cartier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if Chris oh, Jones was an MMA fighter, which mm-hmm. one would he be? John Bones Jones, because all he does is cheat. You stole my answer. I was thinking or, that. Or. Or Kimbo Slice, because he's just awful. <laughs> Take your pick. You know, the one guy... That, I was trying to think of more fighters that cheat a lot. And I don't know. Razor Ramon? Because he's the bad guy. Oh, I love it. Nice reference. Thank you. So how do we... I just got to Google wrestlers that are... Oh, I keep going to wrestling, man. I, I'm so bad at... It's I, technically I, mixed martial arts. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if we can call what Steven Seagal does martial arts, we can call what WWE entertainers do as martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Googling MMA fighters that use roids. Brock. <laughs> ah, that, John that's Bones too- Jones. That's low-hanging fruit. I was going to say Nick Diaz, because he's just a bonehead. <laughs> That's fair. You, you can't <laughs> knock a guy out that doesn't have anything to knock out. <laughs> he's, a, he's like, remember when Homer fought Dredrick Tatum, and he would just stand there and take a beating <laughs> until the guy tired himself out, and then you get the knockout that way? That's that's Nick and Nate. That's the Diaz brothers. That's Nick and Nate Diaz. You can punch him in the face a hundred times, and nothing happens. <laughs> Okay, the Grey Cup Appreciation Society. I can't wait to see them at the next Grey Cup in Hamilton. Uh, I am positive that it will happen somehow. I I need something to hold on to, so don't ruin my hopes. Anyway, uh, he asks, or they ask. I almost made a John Cougar reference, and I just left it. (laughs) They ask if there will be a new CFL-CBA before June 1st. Nope. Wow. Look at how much they've muffed this last one and they had all the time in the world i have zero faith at this point i don't see there being football or fans in stadiums next june mm-hmm. and without that there'd be no cfl um they're not gonna they're not gonna 
focus on ratifying a CBA until they get to go ahead that the, the yeah. season's going to go ahead with fans. So I don't see I don't see a big rush for it. That's uh, that's almost like a philosophical question. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Is it going to happen? I hope so. Um, it, it seems like if they have a hard deadline and there is going to be games, they'll make it happen. It'll be greasy and yeah. dirty. It'll be at the last minute, but it'll happen. Stop me if you've heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> but also asks, and I, I want to throw this one to you, Ty, if the CFL mm-hmm. should go towards a corporate model like MLS and get away from the franchise model. You know, if they if they ran it as one big company with a bunch of little divisions, they'd have nine separate divisions, I think it would be viable. If you're going to have a cap and then you introduce this coach's cap, I just think that if you're going to do that, you might as well. Have if you're gonna if you want everybody on the, on the even playing field and especially when controlling finances is paramount that if you can go to the corporate model like an MLS or you know the AAF was doing to a certain extent it it could work. Um, I don't think you're gonna see owners of teams. Some owners I'm not I'm not naming names at all. I'm just saying some owners I I don't know. I just don't see them wanting to give up franchises. It, it and, does and, help. and then you have the community owned teams on top of that. I don't know if that makes it more complicated or not. Uh, mm-hmm. The fact that arguably the most successful teams in the CFL are community owned. Um, yeah, all on the prairies. Uh, but well, I mean, I, I, I don't think being community owned has has a lot to do with why they're successful. I think it's their location. Westerners could kind of look at it like uh, equalization, just sending more money to Ontario and Quebec. Oh, don't, don't. <laughs> now is not the time. Oh, great. Now I'm going to have protesters <laughs> outside of my condo. Well, you live in Red Deer, so you know they'll just get beat up. Oh, yeah. you. Yeah, that's on the national news. Great. Yeah. <laughs> People, remember we're making fun of that rally in Lloyd, and then Red Deer's like, hey, hold my beer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, he they also ask if I've improved my competition eating. Um, you're um, undefeated, so I don't know how much to improve it. I actually think I've regressed. And until Marcelo starts beating you, you know what? <laughs> I don't think yeah. My nephew, about. my nephew that uh, Tyrell just referenced there, Marcelito. loves pierogies. Yes. Yeah. And my plan is, Glendon, Alberta has the um, giant pierogi, the pierogi festival, mm-hmm. which I think was canceled this year because of the Rona. My plan is to get him up there and get him to start winning in his age groups. Yeah, and then it's, like as a, he, it's like a golf tournament with a flight, right? Yes. Like so it. then as like he it. progresses through the age classes... Finally, he just takes on me in, and, and this I know is like fifteen years or whatever down the line. But yeah, people are worried I, about me. Let's talk about your cardiac episode <laughs> that's upcoming. <laughs> okay, let's talk about my diet today. So I woke up this morning. I had a, a oatmeal with a, an entire apple in there. And uh, what do you think? You're better than me. <laughs> and uh, peanut butter toast. So I got I got you beat oh, I there. I love peanut butter toast. I did have a granola bar for a snack. I did go out for breakfast. I had a waffle. Wait, you had a second breakfast? Well, 
Were you a hobbit? I had a second breakfast instead of a lunch, if that makes any sense. So I I went out for breakfast. I had a waffle, scrambled egg, and some bacon. And then, yes, actually. (laughs) And I went home, and I had a a smoothie with uh, peaches, strawberries, uh, blueberries, banana, almond milk in it. So So it just sounds like the worst thing on planet Earth, yeah. And then for supper, I I roasted uh, some broccoli in the oven, and I uh, sautéed some spinach, and I threw it together, and then I had a grilled uh, turkey and cheese sandwich. I should just move in with you guys. I'd lose weight so fast because I'm not going to eat any of that. <laughs> so take that, Brazilian mm-hmm. Thai. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know it's not 100% healthy, but, but- shut up. You didn't drink a liter of Coke today either. So. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I'll have Coke Zero with supper. I'll have Coke Zero. Okay. Good job. Make uh, up for it. Also, Ty, would you give up making any sorts of wagers to bring back nope. the CFL? Nope. I'm not even letting you finish that. Nope. Nobody asked this, but I would kick Tyrell in the junk to bring the CFL back. <laughs> oh, and I would let you. But I'm not giving up gambling for that. No. Now, I'm just throwing this at you. I don't even know if you know the answer. Mm-hmm. Combine all of your gambling that you've done. Since? Where are you? Like, are you in the hole? Are you pretty much even? Like, are we talking, like... All time. All time? Bank oh, in the hole, for sure. But, like, how many digits? Six. <laughs> <laughs> no, five. Five, for sure. Okay. I think well, he knows like, the exact number. <laughs> no, I don't know the exact number, but I know I'm well past 20 grand in the hole. <laughs> you wouldn't give up having 20,000 extra dollars right now. But then what do I do with have... it? I can't gamble it. <laughs> no, n- never in a million years would I do that. Okay. Uh, Josh and Josh and Red Deer. Hope you're staying safe, buddy. Lock your doors. He asks, how many great cups have you attended? Which one was your favorite as and why? And he says, go Lions. Man, man, man. Um, Ty already said uh, he's been to four. Uh, mm-hmm. What's your favorite one you've been to? I know it's Regina. not Winnipeg. Re- no, Regina. Winnipeg can beat it. But Regina, hands down. I mean, we made Fraser cry. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, the Riders won it at home, and I won like 800 bucks, and then lost it all playing blackjack on my phone on the way home. <laughs> okay. I've been to 11 of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really hard Consecutively. to... Yeah, it's really hard to pick out my favorite. Um, there was a three-year stretch there, 11, 12, and 13, uh, Vancouver, Toronto, mm-hmm. Regina, the home uh, team the, won all of them. That's true. Uh, the organization in Toronto for the 100th Grey Cup, I thought was incredible. Uh, had a blast at that one. Um, oh. 2011 in Vancouver, I uh, that was like the first Grey Cup I really took in all the festivities, so I'll always yeah. have a soft spot for that one. Ottawa 
in 2017 and Toronto in 2016. Toronto was the worst attended, worst organized one I've ever been to, but I just had such a good time at that Grey Cup. (laughs) And watching the Stampeders lose to Ottawa in overtime, that was such a good time. And Edmonton in the snow, or Ottawa in the snow, Mm -hmm. uh, with Toronto beating Calgary again. So, man, I, I have a great memory from all of them. Except for uh, 09 the, and 10. Yeah. 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 But that, that three-year stretch in 11, 12, 13, mm-hmm. it, it's tough to beat that whole uh, whole time there. Sheldon does ask why Dairy Queen is better than Burger King. And he's wrong, but that's okay. Well, first of all, the letters in DQ are better than BK. Mm. Uh, they have better ice cream. Yes. Blizzards, yeah. <laughs> Blizzards and chicken strips, for sure. Their burgers, no. Matzo sticks, and, no. Onion rings, no. And, and that chocolate cookie fudge layer and ice cream cakes. Yep. That's not, By the way, yeah. can I get but, can I get about a six-inch slice of that? Just just the cookie crumble <laughs> in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's all I want. Uh, <laughs> uh, but when DQ has those deals for the burgers... Two for five yeah, bucks or burnt. whatever. They're always burnt. No, that's that's the flame. It's the taste. I, I like what DQ does. Yeah. I Yeah, I like the taste of char. The one in Lloyd burns it's everything. Flavor. It's flavor. Well, if they burn it, that's different than char. Yeah. No, yeah, it's it's terrible. <laughs> terrible. DQ terrible. wins. It's just terrible. DQ. No, it doesn't. Okay. Well, Sheldon, I tried. My, uh, my <laughs> skip the dishes app will show you that BK is infinitely better than Terry <laughs> Queen. Janice asks, "Who's the better dancer?" I say <laughs> it's you, undisputed. Undisputed. So I'm like I'm like Chris Jericho. You should see Tyrell two step. You should see him do the footloose routine, which I have retired. Yeah, because you're getting too old for it. My knees can't take it. Uh, line dance to Cadillac Ranch. Ty does it all. Uh, favorite away stadium to visit? I think it's Ottawa. Uh, that whole area at Lansdowne is just awesome. That being said, Vancouver, BC Place is a great place to watch a game. And so is BMO. That was, that was my first first stadium to ever go to was BC uh, what, Place. Out of all of them? Grandpa got wasted. Weird. <laughs> and I, I, I think BMO is a great place to watch a game. It's a, it's a shame that mm-hmm. seven million people can't get twenty thousand people in there. Um, <laughs> Ferlin asks why pants suck so much. I don't know. They just do, man. They're too restricting. That, I'm wearing pants right now. I am wearing, oh, just underwear. Oh, weird. La- um, lazy, as- lazy one from a gift shop in Banff. <laughs> As for favorite away stadium to visit, it's it's tough for me because I've only been to the Western one. So, and I mean, I guess I did see Tim Hortons Field, but we couldn't get in because it was all locked up. It's Edmonton because Andrew feeds me and gives me booze. Well, that's tough to beat. Well, shout out to the Turf District. You feed me, we're probably going to be friends. Before we get too far, we did forget one. Uh, Janice did ask about jerseys. Oh, because you want to win? Yeah, you probably have four dozen, don't you? Uh, well, I have 17 Oilers jerseys. 
that are like they were they were debt payment and then i th- i think i'm up to like 65 or 66 i counted total oh. like all sports i've got like eight rider jerseys and a marty broder jersey that's it don't tell my I, mother. <laughs> uh, Jacob says uh, the pandemic obviously has put a hold on Halifax expansion. What do you think the odds are that it gets canceled altogether? In other words, are the schooners sunk before they even sailed? I, I think uh, it might already be canceled. Yeah, I, I, it doesn't look good. I think it's done. Which it does not make me happy to say, trust no. me. Uh, no, Graham but as, asks, long as, they, as long as we still have touchdown Atlantic, I mean... Or not touch on Atlantic. Uh, oh, Down East Kitchen Party. Yeah. I mean, that that's never a bad time. Uh, I but mean, I just uh, don't see how I just don't see how this gets back off the ground. Yeah. The Rona has screwed a lot of things up, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, best part of 2020 is the chicken war, chicken sandwich <laughs> war. Graham asks why I am freaking out over the Popeye's sandwich when it's just fine. And I quote, it's fine. It's the neon green of sandwiches. Okay. I can't believe I had to read this on the podcast. Fine does not describe neon green. That's too nice. Okay. Here's the deal. He's he's calling it below average. Which is stupid. By calling it the neon green of sandwiches. Like, how could you even say that? Well, it is I don't even know why I'm saying that. Here's... I thought we were friends. I mean, that's... I've never had it, so I have to let you take it. This chicken sandwich thing, uh, I'm silently judging a lot of people. That's fair. (laughs) Well, not only silently, I'm quite outwardly doing Mm -hmm. it as well. Here's the thing. We live in the the golden age of the chicken sandwich, and I love them all. (laughs) And I, I know I'm a bit of a hypocrite. When I'm saying that I will not have a cardiac event in my future. But last week, I did have the KFC famous chicken sandwich. I did have the Big Mary from Mary's Brown, Mary Brown's. And I did have the Popeye's chicken sandwich. And so I have I'm, had none of those. So I am uniquely qualified when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. I love You're them all. You're probably overqualified. You're overqualified. I, thi- I think there's a time and a place for all of the sandwiches. But Popeye's is number one in my heart. And if that heart stops, it'll still be number one. Don't judge me for my favorite drive through restaurant in Canada. That and their said, biscuits? Their biscuits? Like, oh, let's go. Yeah. How do they get How butter do inside that? them already? Well, if you've ever seen a biscuit getting made, that's how it works. I obviously haven't. I get kicked <laughs> out of the kitchen when stuff gets made. Well, Kevin asks, now that Popeye's is in Red Deer... What fast food franchise does Travis Hope comes next? Ooh. Okay. Now, here's the thing. There is a, a difference when it comes to hope and what I realistically think will come to Red Deer. Okay, so, so say both. Okay, I don't know what I think will come next. I I have no clue what the next one could possibly be, but... I would love Mr. to see Sub? a chi- maybe. <laughs> I, I would love to see a Chick Fil A to take the chicken sandwich war to an entirely new level. Yeah, but they're not open on Sunday, so they can beat it. <laughs> I'd love a Chipotle. Uh, mm. the, the number one. This is going to sound really obscure, 
But I would love, and I think Kevin is from Texas, so he will know all about this. They have a fast food joint called Whataburger. Oh, yeah. And when I went to WrestleMania in Texas, that place took 10 years off of my life. So maybe That's it's good. Maybe it's good that Whataburger is not mm-hmm. in Red Deer yet. But once this pandemic's over, I might just drive to Texas to get some Whataburger. So I would love to have that. I would get a passport to come with you. Yes. Yes. It's so good. Uh, Chris asks, if we weren't doing a football podcast, what non-sports podcast would you be doing? And uh, what is your worst nightmare podcast to have to do? This one. Wait, what? <laughs> I think my worst nightmare <laughs> podcast would to do a culinary show with you. That's what we do. No, and I'm trying to steer away from it because it's just driving me mad. No, I'm going to keep bringing it up because I know it pisses you off. <laughs> I think well, movies sh- probably, but would we be allowed to do sports movies? What else? What other? Po- what am I passionate about? Metallica. You know what? I could do a Metallica podcast. I could also uh, do a podcast uh, on, on grizzly bears and the mountains. That would just be um, a biopic. <laughs> So maybe this AMA is really mm-hmm. where they're supposed to l- learn about us. But I, I do have a bit of a photography hobby with my wife, and we love going to the Canadian Rockies and searching for bears and things like that. I, I'd love to talk about that in a podcast. It would interest absolutely no one but me, but that's okay. Uh, I think I love- my wor- worst nightmare podcast, that's a tough one. Ty tries vegetables? I would I would listen to that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> would I take part? I don't know, but I would I, listen. It would be my worst nightmare, but it would also be like the greatest thing that would ever be put on the airwaves, and that would be doing a podcast with your dad. Oh, I would listen to that. <laughs> like so it would, it would have to be behind. We'd have to put it behind a paywall. I I don't want my name on it at all. What you, you know? What? You're the EP. If uh. You're still listening to the show. Congratulations. Uh, I love it. I'm not going to later. I'm just going to download it and yeah. put my phone away. As long as you just download it and play it on mute, yeah. that's all that we need. <laughs> uh, Kevin asks, what is the most degenerate bet Ty has made during the pandemic? Whatever. I mean, we did play poker, or not poker, crib for a dollar a point, which got expensive. <laughs> Um, wow. What's the dumbest bet yeah. or degenerate bet you've made of all time? Oh, first Corinthians at a wedding. Hands what? down. Betting on whether or not they were going to say it. <laughs> I'm three and one. <laughs> You're three and one. That and betting on children's sports. How was my experience in the WWE Thunderdome? I loved it. It was so cheesy. But I'd do it again in a heartbeat. I wore a, a Pancake Power shirt. And uh, I will try and get on again for a pay-per-view. That's the only thing. Raw is like three hours. It's kind of a chore. Basically four hours because you were. I was on during the, uh, the whole pre-show mm-hmm. before Raw. But Thunderdome was pretty fun. I think my wife you, thought I was crazy. If you get on a pay-per-view my, again, I'm going to be so pissed. 
Yeah, I'm pretty distracting to my friends. Especially when you're flipping Kevin Nash the bird. Yeah. Watch SummerSlam 2011. Look for the Ryder jersey. Ruined uh, it for us. Won't, won't take you long. <laughs> no. What am I missing more? In-person con- concerts or going to a stadium for sports? Uh, concerts, I went to more of them in uh, high school and out of high school. Um, now they have become a bit of a special event uh, for me, so they weren't as often, mm-hmm. but straight up, CFL games were a part of my daily routine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with sports, but uh, the last concert I went to was San Francisco last September to see Metallica with the San Francisco Symphony, and if that's the last concert I ever see... You know, I think I'm okay with that because that I don't know if it'll be top. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll go with sports there. What about you? Uh, yeah, I think sports. I, I'm trying to think of the last concert I went to. They're few and far between now. It, it's tough for me. Um, yeah, yeah, I was I looking forward to seeing Ozzy this summer, but yeah. Yeah. Both his problems and the pandemic yeah. <laughs> took that away. That, that's fair. By the way, that's how like Ty and I became friends because I thought he was cool because I wasn't allowed to listen to Ozzy, but Ty was allowed to listen to Ozzy. And my parents took me to Ozzy. Yeah, so that that's why I thought Ty was cool. Now I know he's the least cool guy. Whoa, but whoa, whoa. At that time, Ty was awesome. <laughs> what just happened? I don't know. Uh, if you could only <laughs> drive one for the rest of your life, minivan or smart car? Minivan. I'm going with the minivan, but I Take realize how hilarious it would be to see me come out of a smart car. <laughs> you take you take the back seats of a minivan and you put a mattress back there. You never, like, it's great. I know a guy it. that has a smart car and he swears by it. It's like $14 to fill the tank. It, is, it, but, does, have a, it does have a Mercedes engine in it, so I mean... And the wind can just... in your garage. Uh, I used to drive a minivan in high school. No shame. <laughs> so, I'll go back so to the I. minivan. I put my mom's minivan through the wall at Panigal. Remember that? Oh. <laughs> I'm right across the street from where I lived. This is this is actually fun. And if people have fun listening to it, that's a bonus because I have fun yeah. making it. Uh, the last question... From Adam, $1 million, but you can't go to a Grey Cup festival and game ever again. Do you take the money? I'm rich, bitch. See ya. You'd be going to Grey Cup by yourself. I'd need more than a million. No, I take that million dollars and I bet it on the Grey Cup. Double it up. <laughs> and then lose it. And then lose it all. <laughs> or, or I lose it. But then just think of the money I would save by not going to Grey Cup. Because okay. we know how fiscally responsible I am. Okay, I know that a million dollars is a lot of money, mm-hmm. but at the same time, the older I get, the more I realize million dollars is not really that much money. <laughs> oh, In I would have, I would have, I would have everything paid off, and that would be uh, no, I, I, I would be fine giving that up for a million bucks. If it was twenty five years from now, I'd take the money, but now no. I have too many Grey Cups to go to. Too many, too many pierogies to eat, and too many beers to drink, and too many more interviews with Tyrell's mother that I have to do at the Grey Cup. Because if Ty takes the money, 
She is the official co-host of the Two and Out CFL podcast. Just a live show. No. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're booted off the show. Your mom is official co-host. So that's all it takes to get out of this is a million bucks? If it was five to ten million, I'd take the cash. No, a million dollars, you're fine. You just got to invest it properly. Oh, I, I would appreciate a million dollars, but to lose that part of my life that I've done for the last decade? No. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got a price. Yeah, and a million dollars is not mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, you'd probably never see me again. I haven't even seen you since the last Grey Cup, so what's the difference? Well, I mean, we've we've Zoomed. Yeah, we see each other every year at the Grey Cup, and you would actually give that up for a million dollars. But so I could just come to Red Deer and see you whenever I wanted if I had that. I, I think we learned, no, you're not in my social <laughs> bubble. i'm married no one is in my social bubble yeah i was gonna say you have a bubble uh we're gonna we're gonna have a conversation after this show uh this episode you or you and your wife you and me (laughs) (laughs) this episode of two out is brought to you by the shared mic can you remember the last time we spoke to someone from a totally different generation who wasn't a member of your family? There's so much we can learn from listening to people both younger and older than ourselves. The Shared Mic Conversations for the Ages is a unique interview format intergenerational podcast by age-friendly Edmonton, bringing together Edmontonians of different ages and backgrounds to discuss topics that matter to them. Season 2 launches on October 5th and features conversations about cultivating friendships, building careers, exploring virtual theater, volunteerism, and much more. Find the shared mic on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The shared mic is brought to you by the Edmonton Seniors Coordinating Council and the City of Edmonton. That's a great idea for your show. I, uh, I really like that. Season 2, uh, October 5th. That does it for the ex- <laughs> the AMA episode of Two and Out. It went a lot better than I thought it did. But we also went a lot longer than I thought well, we would go. Apparently we're questioning our friendship now. So Yeah, so the, the questions run deep. <laughs> and coming up on the next episode of Two and Out, who's going to be here (laughs) that's that's a fair question (laughs) thanks for submitting all of your questions you can ask them anytime you want on twitter facebook to and out.ca you can hit up the website rate review and subscribe to this show on your favorite podcatcher talk to you in october thanks for listening find more great shows like this at cf pod network on twitter